0: Got Got Your your Ears On is brought to you you by Tactical Legion 9. Alright everybody, hello and welcome to this week's episode of Got Your Ears On. Guido here along with Scoop. Oh yeah. And Johnson.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Guido, that... Sorry, I was laughing about Barry White. Uh, That, it was embarrassing. I can't think of another word. It was just, it was embarrassing. There are a few times, actually, I can't think off the top of my head of another time. I was, I sat and cringed, you know, like when you're watching something and you feel bad and embarrassed for the thing that you're watching. I can't off the top of my head, think about another time that's happened to me as a Mountaineer fan tech, this Texas tech game. It was embarrassing. I just felt awful it was it was uncomfortable to watch guido
0: yep wvu stinks folks welcome aboard back to the podcast wvu loses to texas tech 48 to 10 and uh who here follows a team and does a podcast about a team that gives up almost 600 yards per game we do (laughs) raise your hand uh, yeah, boys, it, it's not pretty. It's, uh, on so many levels, it's bad right now. Uh, WVU has a hard time, gives up 594 yards. The offense did not click at all against Texas Tech on Saturday. Um, just, it felt disjointed everywhere. And then on top, you know, you just, if you want to add a little bit of cream on top of your, uh, of your, uh, ice cream right there, uh, Neil Brown comes out in his postgame press conference and, uh. Really looks like Johnson to me, a head coach of a football team that knows he's going to be fired in the next handful of weeks.
1: Well, it it felt like a defeated person speaking in the post game, didn't it? I mean i I mean, look, we're we're not we've been critical for sure. Uh, I don't like it, you know, when I hear people be totally just uh, obnoxiously, you know mean about the coach or or especially players but in this in this instance it's like it feels like you don't want to kick a guy when he's down type of thing because he just looked defeated I mean he said I mean Guido you noted it down I think he said in the post game it was it, it was the the work he said it was the most disappointed he's ever been as a football coach and that to me I mean it to his credit coached a lot of games been around a lot of football you could tell
0: that's how he felt Scooty, here was my problem with it and yes i agree with you johnson like he definitely was down he was like captain depresso uh at the <laughs> postgame press conference <laughs> but like here's the thing i had a problem with it again goes back to everything he said in that postgame press conference was we played bad Offensively, we played bad. Defensively, we didn't play well at any position. We, he complained a little bit about the officials. He, you know, he talked about how the coverage got their tails kicked off. Well, he never at any point said, "Scooty, we didn't prepare them for this game." We, he didn't. It, it was never a coach's fault.
2: He, um, if if he learned anything in the last four years, he very rarely takes to the post game press conference and, and lays the blame on, on the adults. It's often (laughs) the officials. It's often the kids. We didn't do this or we didn't do that, but it's never like, well, we didn't have them ready or it's my fault. I should have done this differently. Like we're, we're looking at four years in and we're still knocking into some dumb penalties. We, we, uh, out of a timeout, have a false start penalty, which you know, you're wondering Again, like, what's going on. Red's there were a couple times where it looked like we were going to get delay of game. Well, and,
1: and Scoot, that was out of a timeout, right? Right. You're talking right. about the one out of a stoppage of play. I mean, right. Come on.
2: Uh, w- there have been times too, like I think the referees were actually pretty lenient. There was a play there where I'm pretty sure the clock, the play clock, was at zero, and we snapped the ball. And they were just like, ah, they're getting killed, so let's just let them throw the ball or do whatever they're gonna do. So like it it just looks like they're unprepared. JT looked I don't know if I don't know if if the pressure of having to carry the team is starting to weigh on him, but it felt like that.
0: Well, and I think he's just I, I, I'm starting to feel like he is starting to think. While I came here, I thought this was gonna be good for me and good for my brand. And now all I'm Emma's caught in the middle of like this craziness of of uh, terrible defensive and losing and Neil Brown getting fired and all that other stuff, Johnson.
1: Well, can we pick can we pick two things here really quick? I wanted to go over with you guys one, and I, I don't know how to do this. I guess maybe we'll try to talk one and then move to the other. But one, can we talk about the offensive, game plan and just perception from our perspective of the offense for one. And then number two, uh, who tweeted this, uh, at, so Raymond, uh, at Ray Del Mundo, which that's scoot. That's scoot. That's a great, yeah. that's a great Del Mundo. Definitely. Yeah. That's a great uh, Twitter handle. Any, anyway, Mundo. he, yeah. this caught my attention because I, he tweeted this, and I read it. This was maybe fourth quarter-ish, and I was like, oh, you know what? That actually hits it right on the head for me." He said, "Sometimes it's not overly complicated. It's just want to in quotations." Haven't seen a lot of want to from WVU today. And Scoot, I was texting you. I think during the third quarter, maybe I was just in the like in a mood in that third quarter. But I was texting you like. I kind of feel like, like, are we watching this team kind of quit in real time? I mean, they they just didn't. They looked like, hey, look, let's wrap it up and get out of here.
2: It also looked as though, and I don't, I mean, I can't confirm this, but it looked as though Neil Brown had said to Graham Harrell, hey, listen, I know you've got things going in a good way, but let me show you some of the things that I like to do. And (laughs) all of a sudden we're throwing – Five yard slants and bubble screens. It was what's it going to exactly. take to get
1: you into this tunnel screen? It Scoot? was Screen
2: City, <laughs> starring, yeah. starring Reese. Well,
1: and and so so for that, my my thing with that, it's often funny, Guido, how the game. You know how Scoot likes to say, like, I'm seeing this thing with my eyes, but then I'm being told something different. It's funny how when you're watching a game, how sometimes the game. Pace and action will veer in one direction, but you can tell the commentators have been given a script and they're still hanging on to a separate direction. So it's like second quarter. We have, I think, 49 total yards and maybe three first downs. And all the Fox Sports 1 guys can talk about ad nauseum is how Graham Harrell is out of the air raid, raid. tree of coaches. <laughs> and we were texting each other, like, what exactly are we raiding right now? It is not the air. Like, I don't know what we're Listen, raiding. I've had
2: <laughs> pantry raids that have been a lot more successful <laughs> than, than what I saw. A
0: friend of the show, Jake Lance, in his article after the game. Gabe on Saturday for smokingmusket.com essentially said the same thing. Like it, it felt like all of a sudden, after all this Graham Harrell air raid, you know, hype, that it was nothing but like Neil Brown style dink and dunks, you know, f- for most of the game. And like, why, why are you recruiting a five star quarterback to come in and? play that kind of to play Jared Daggy's offense. I agree. And you know, Scoot, BFW and like
1: Caden Prather, they had to be having like uh, the shakes oh, right like oh, like PTSD. did they suddenly yeah like, like back to, <laughs> what the heck is happening? Like, like wait i thought we had weaned ourselves you off recruited of, us to come right. back here for this <laughs> for this is not is. What we're right signed is. Up screen for. after
0: screen after screen so and, and listen guys it it you know I, we all saw the game it, it does us no good to sit here and talk about the things that aren't going well i mean it was i felt and here's the thing i felt like from the beginning of saturday things weren't going to go well before the game ever hours before the game ever started, I'm watching college game day, Uh, Pat McAfee, former WVU punter, phenomenal, like, you know, spokesman for WVU goes on college game day and says that WVU is the most disappointing team in college football. And then I just felt like that just set the tone for the whole day. And then we came out and we played the game we expected to see, right? And, Scooty, there's been a lot of talk on Twitter with us about the narrative, right, yeah, Scooty?
2: Like yeah. it, Whatever whatever fits your narrative. Well, let me tell you something. The narrative <laughs> is we're not good. Neil Brown's not the coach for us. We deserve better. We expect better. Let me tell you, folks, there's no narrative. the The only narrative that we have here on this show or I have in my brain is I see Neil Brown. He doesn't take responsibility. He's been smug toward the fans. I'm ready to move on. Let's find somebody that can coach this team to some wins. Well, to to wrap up what I started to
1: ask, though, don't you think – and we'll move on from that. But don't you think – like, we can beat on the defense all day, but don't you think the offensive game plan helped in, like, negative fashion? Negative, right? yeah. I mean, T- come on. Totally.
0: How did that help it, the it, defense it, at it, all? I, it was like it, it was like watching this team was like, well – we, we had said for weeks, well, at least the offense is fun to watch, right? Right? At this, right. And then now this week they're like, yeah, we're going to take that away right. from you too. Like, <laughs> oh, you don't did get you that like either. that? Oh, we're going get... to yank that right out from under the you. The most
2: <laughs> interesting part of the game for me was at some point in the first half, uh, Tony Mathis injured his, well, appeared to be elbow.
1: Yeah. Right? I think it was a shoulder.
2: Yeah. And he then went into the tent. Okay. Is there a need to go in the tent?
1: Well, I mean, you're, they're looking at his arm in the tent. Is it I to guess.
2: hide from the other team to see that he's injured? Do you have to be yeah, in a tent? Yeah, I mean,
1: well, and some privacy. Maybe they got a Dolph uh, jersey or something. Scoot, give the guy a little bit of you know, <laughs> I mean, privacy. I don't know.
2: I just <laughs> felt like as long as he's keeping his pants on, he doesn't need to be in a tent.
0: Well, I mean, I guess. But You think the tent's more for privacy than hiding from the other team, is what you're saying? I think the tent, sh-
2: I think the tent is really more for hiding from the other team. But I was uh, watching the game with a, a fan, And he believed that uh, pants removal might be the reason for the tent, (laughs) which uh, he hurt his elbow. So why is he taking his pants off?
1: Well, by the way, we lose Justin Johnson and Tony Mathis for, what, the whole second, the majority of that second half? Justin
2: Johnson, of course, came in somewhere around the third series, which um, is unusual, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. (laughs) Um, Didn't see that coming. Right. Uh, the other thing that was interesting is Garrett green did get to throw the ball. Yeah. Some. Yes. Uh, he was, was he not an elite 11 quarterback? Yes. Yeah. And which is like the best. How high ironic
1: though, or ironic's probably not the right word scoot, but how apropos he, he actually throws a terrific looking pass. He hits Caden Prather right in the hands. And just to sort of pour salt in this wound we had sat through to that at that point Uh, Caden Prather, unfortunately, drops it. And I just thought, Garrett Green's got to be standing there like, throw me a bone here. And then Neil Brown
2: scolded him as he came off the field and told him (laughs) to hit him in the chest next time, not the hands. What's wrong with you? That was a bad read.
1: But that second thing I brought
2: up, so from Mr. Ray Del Mundo, do you think –
1: guido do you it remember really mr it, it ray was, del mundo you gave No, him I'm, a mr. I'm adding no i'm adding, the adding the oh, mr. Here, i sorry, like it do, so I much do. i'm adding the mister okay. yeah just
0: get, i think you should go get that twitter handle really quick mr <laughs> ray del mundo needs to be your twitter handle
1: <laughs> well do you think guido do you remember it's been a couple seasons ago that baylor game where everyone was like that team quit that team quit mm-hmm. in the middle of the game i thought i mean what do you am i just barking up the wrong tree here i thought in this game, I started to see a shape, like, and I'll tell you specifically where I saw it and where I think I read. The- it would be interesting if that's when this tweet came out. Maybe, maybe, uh, Mr. Delmont. What am- what am I calling him? Mr. Mr. Delmont. Mr. Ray Delmont. Mr. Mr. Ray Maybe he Del- can, maybe he can, uh, maybe he can uh, verify this. But it was Scoot. What's that running back? He's like Sir Lancelot or something. What's that oh, running sir, back they have? Sir Roderick. Sir Roderick. Sir Roderick.
2: Sir Roderick.
1: Uh, bounces it outside, Lord
2: Lord he, Sir, Rod- Sir Roderick, Lord
1: Farquaad, <laughs> Sir Roderick of Texas of Jones AT and T Dominion or whatever. He bounces it outside. He stiff arms someone, like made them look like a sixth grader. Then he had one more guy to beat and essentially did it again. Oh, just yeah. put a there hand out like and stiff shoved, arms in a row. Yeah, and I was like, this is the worst. It just like in that moment, I was like, this feels like the worst effort from the defense also right
2: now. Leapt over roughly 15 would-be tacklers throughout the
1: game. <laughs> I think the other dude did that, too. Not Lord Farquaad, but there was another... Josh Brooks. Yeah, oh, Brooks. he did that That's one or was. two times. Brooks, yeah,
2: Like... It was like uh, I don't know the steeple chase for that guy. Like that guy would like. <laughs> like, like wait, he so wasn't dumb. a tall dude either. No, he looks so he dumb. He was like
1: a he was a little dude. He wasn't like some. It's like long okay, jumper. wait a minute, hang on. You slide first,
2: and then I'll jump <laughs> over you. Like,
1: well, but do you, I? I guess, and then I'll shut up. But I I thought. Wow, we're watching this team quit a little bit. like that that put them up. i I don't think.
0: I don't think it was a little bit. That's the problem, Johnson. I mean, this t- and like, and here's the problem that I'm trying to reconcile in my head with this team. And I don't know if it's, again, who's to blame or why. But the whole team has quit now. Like, and I, it, and maybe it happened during this game. Maybe it happened before this game and practices, but the whole team's quit offensive, defensively. I mean, it's. I don't like I don't, watching te- JT Daniels'
1: mannerisms on the sideline with 12 minutes to go when Garrett Green's in. Didn't it just feel terrible?
0: It, and it. I mean, like, and who was it? Was it one of you guys that tweeted that uh, that Mathis and Johnson aren't coming back into the game because they entered the portal at the <laughs> halftime? Like, was <laughs> scoot. That was. Cute. That was yeah, cute. I mean, well, like, it is. That is what I like. And here's the thing. Like, and and, and listen, WVU fans out there. I'm coming to you as a friend. Tree of trust. Tree of trust. Tree of trust. This is your friend Guido speaking here. Listen, it's going to be a rough couple of months. Like, just buckle up. We're all here for you. We'll be friends. But it's going to be coaches changing, people leaving, transfer portal getting filled with WVU, guys, because we're going into- well. I mean, I I I would like Scooty's gonna hate that. Scooty's gonna hate that I say the word rebuild, because we haven't built anything yet. But we're gonna go into this massive teardown and. I think
2: you gotta believe that uh, maybe three of the four quarterbacks could be gone.
0: I think so. I you You might see all four. To be honest with you, you want to know my guess for starter next year? Goose. Goose is the one who's gonna stay and be the starter next year. You think
1: out of all of
0: this, Goose comes out. I think Goose is the one who comes out out of all of this. I think they have because he's the one right. Um, he's the one that he doesn't. You don't know even I mean, coverage or something. I don't even know. I don't know. I mean, uh, here's the thing, guys. Is there? Is there? Is there? Let me ask one question to both of you guys, though. At this point, is there any ounce of either of you that believes that Neil Brown will be back next year? Is there? And do you have any like after the Texas Tech game and looking at the last five games of the season and the chances that? Maybe we win one. Maybe. I mean, it would be on brand for us to win one more. But, like, is there – do either of you now, after uh, that game on Saturday, have an inkling that Neil Brown comes back next year? Well, I'll yeah, tell I you do. this. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh,
2: I've got a degree from WVU. I If he's back, I'm going to have to, like, put my fandom on a moratorium of WVU. We're going to have to put well, it on hold
1: but but take all the emotion out of this Scoot. This like, I don't think um, he'll be back got your
2: ears on and we talk about some other school which would make really no sense <laughs> whatsoever
1: well but I I think he will be back Guido to answer your question I don't. I, I think he'll be and here's why because I think you're right it is on brand. we'll we'll win another I think we'll win maybe two more I do and I because if you there's a team called Iowa State that Has completely forgotten how to, I don't know why, but they've completely forgotten how to football. And then we will do what you just said and win some weird game that we're not supposed to win and get to five. And I think that's enough given all the contract stuff and our history of not moving off of people. And if I'm being honest, that's why I feel so gloomy right now because it feels like, yeah, we're just destined, we're destined to see another season of this as as bad as it
0: feels i don't think i don't think he's back next year i don't you don't i think it's done no i think it's done i think that. you think the season plays out though yes i don't think he gets i think he gets fired whatever what's last game november 20 yeah. something i think he gets i think he gets the no, 27th i think he gets i think he gets fired after that game you think the they wrap that up game. turkey
1: dinner
2: i then... think yep it's possible not probable possible that once we get mathematically eliminated from a bowl game, that maybe they say, Okay, listen, you're not going to a bowl game. Graham Harrell finish out the season as the interim. Let's just no. see it for a game or two.
0: No, because here's the real here, here's why I think I, I hear what you're saying, Scoop, but here's what I think is gonna happen. Like it, it's gonna be a complete teardown, right? Like all those assistants, they have one year contracts, they'll all be gone, uh, or at least for the most part. Uh, I think that they'll play out the year. The buyouts, Johnson, and like Jake said it when he was on the show. Like you don't get into a buyout like that unless you know you can front the money. Yeah, for I get, right? and I. Well, I, and it's not
2: even a buyout, right? It's just finish out his contract. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah, probably right. and they'll settle. negotiate right. it. Right, so yeah. what what would be sixteen could end up being like ten.
0: And Scooty and I, before before we got on, Scooty and I were having a brief conversation about people we'd like to see take the position. And one of them, the names that keeps popping up that, you know, granted, I don't think will happen, but Jimbo Fisher would be fun. But do you know what Jimbo Fisher's buyout is right now for, uh, for Texas A&M? He's only won eight of his first, whatever, 19 games while he's there, which is not going over well with the, uh, with the Aggie right, fans. Right, right. Uh, his buyout currently is $90 million. What? <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, we've got nothing to squawk about with our, whatever, 15, 16 million that's probably going to get pared down to 10 or 13. That's fine, whatever. I just don't, uh, you know, I think a couple of things. I think one, if Shane Lyons wants to keep the job, he's going to have to do something about this. Like, because this now, like, we've gone past this being a Neil Brown problem. Like, we know, as fans, Scoot, you said it, like, Neil Brown ain't changing, right? Mm -hmm. This has been the same for the past three years. Yep. And by, so by this
2: point, we would have seen something.
0: It's it's on it's on Shane Lyons' shoulders now, right? It's not like Neil Brown has, you know, the Bob Huggins clout that can carry him through a couple of bad seasons. Neil Brown doesn't have that. Shane Lyons has to make a change. I I don't see how Shane Lyons does this without without somebody starting to go. Well, what what are you doing, Shane Lyons? Well, and what about um Jake had a. There's something else I want to bring
1: up too. But before that, Jake Jake had an interesting tweet here um, earlier today where he said, because I think, Scoot, don't you think this play is a major part too? So WVU had, Jake's tweet is, WVU had three home games, le- they have three home games left, if I could talk. Their first three home games have had 52, 50, and 45,000 fans in attendance respectively, and Guido always reminds me that's actually not butts in seats, but like, you know, yeah. sold tickets. Tickets sold, yeah how many will show Saturday with obviously Jake's leading the witness here? You know, do we go even lower than 45 scoot? Do, we've said that all along. Isn't that where lions sort of is forced to be like, okay, once oh, well, uh, the finances start to
2: change and he right. has to, right. Yeah. Right. right. It's one thing to have people just upset. It's another thing to have people upset. And now they're not spending their money.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's bad. And I think that you're starting to see it from a media side too. Like less people are coming to the, The rescue of Neil Brown I mean I know there's always Going to be some people That are paid by the college That will say Oh you know It's You got to give the guy a chance But I think you're starting To see more and more Of the pressure Johnson mount up on him As we kind of Go along
1: Yeah and it's funny though I still continue Scoot to see Tweets That are somewhere Along the line Of You can't You can't do that That being Change the coach Because you're going to get back to this situation where we talk about the cupboard was bare when Dana left, which quick aside, Scoot, do you ever use the word cupboard no. when speaking? Like, <laughs> I feel like I only use that word when I'm speaking of
0: Dana holger Scoot's, like, Scoot's always like, hey, Miss
1: Ms. Scoot, can you please get the Cheez-Its out of the cupboard? Right,
0: right. Do you ever Never. say
1: cupboard other than talking about when Dana Holgerson left the Mountaineers?
2: Nobody ever says a full cupboard. It's always bare when
0: they're talking
1: bare. about the
2: cupboard.
0: It's right, a bare cupboard. Right. Anyway,
1: don't like, and maybe I'm just still mad, but don't you think you could make the argument like, if you're saying the cupboard was bare when Hogs left, is the cupboard full right now? Like what? Like what are we? No. My my. No, like what when are I losing? read those tweets, Well, and aren't you going to watch, to Guido's point, you've already watched this exodus and then we've patched things up a bit this season. Aren't you, like, if this plays out and we don't win anymore or only win four or something, don't you see more players just exit anyway? Like, the cupboard is bare already. Like, what are you risking?
2: Well, I think you're going to see a lot of people leave regardless because they feel, they've got to feel it's uncertain at the top, right? Players know like, hey man, this guy that that's playing me right now may not have a job. It
1: starts to cast a shadow. Yeah. Overall. So like that, they gotta yeah, start right. finding,
2: hey, I gotta do what's best for me. I gotta start right. looking for some other situation. Yeah. Like, right. hey, I remember this guy kind of recruited me. I wonder if he's still interested. That kind of stuff is gonna start happening. Right, right. Uh I look at like I'm not worried about losing recruits. I'm not worried about losing current players because the climate nowadays is pretty quick turnaround. And we're seeing that with some of these other schools, which is why it's frustrating now. You know, you see Kansas State, TCU, some of these schools that got coaches right around the same time we did and they've already turned the corner. Baylor, we haven't. So that's right. that's what I'm not I'm not worried about that. We can we can rebuild, we can restock the shelves whatever cliche you want to use pretty quickly
1: guido uh skylar callahan also had a tweet i thought was classic updated numbers for neil brown zero and four versus texas tech bleh. six and 14 in road games Woof, five and 11 in big 12 road games like that's a and murderer's row of just bad 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 here's
2: the other thing bad bad, bad. uh i believe that his record against winning programs is not going to change. Right. I so I think agree. what did we say? We yeah. had, he has four wins against Didn't, power I think five.
1: We, yeah. I think we found four total.
2: Yeah. Uh, power five teams that finished that above had, 500 that finished above 500. Right. Uh, Virginia tech. Are they going to finish above 500?
1: Oh no, no. definitely not. Uh, right. no.
2: Baylor is on the fence right now
1: on the fence. Yeah. That's it. Well, right. th- So there's your one potential because Baylor. I think Baylor could, should have beat us. Like let's face it. I mean that was oh, a weird no. game, um, and has the potential to go ahead and win. So maybe there's one more. But still five. Like what are you doing waving the banner for
0: five? If right. That's what that's it is.
2: You're you're averaging uh, slightly more than one win a season against teams with winning records.
0: Well, and then, and you know, and you know, what's even tough is like, we all said after the Pitt game, well, Pitt was a good team, that was a good loss, like, you know, we were in that game, you know, 38-31, it looked like a good game, and then Pitt has just stunk this year, like, we don't even have, uh, I don't even know how to, like, we don't even have games where I'm like, oh, well, at least we were looked good, I mean, like, even the Baylor win, like it we felt didn't, hollow. I, I didn't, yeah. It felt, yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, yeah, you take I agree. Towson out of there. We killed Towson, guys. Like, it was awesome. But, like, other than that, I don't know, man. Like, and I don't know how you, people are still out there talking about, you know, I get it. He's a good guy. I'm sure he's a Pool really party nice person, awesome. Scooty. I'm sure sh- he does. Yes. Bill Billy Gall. Sure. I bet the stakes are yeah. on point. <laughs> yes, right? I just, I'm just, It. we need better. We need better. And it's just so disappointing. And it's not going to get better. I mean, yes, Johnson, you're not wrong. Like, Iowa State has forgotten how to play football. They're 0-4 right now in the Big 12.
2: Well, and, and here's the thing, too. You look at Texas Tech, and I know a lot of people made a big deal of this. Um, Joey McGuire was a former high school football coach and was very successful at the high school level.
1: And I think they showed that he has a staff of former high school, Texas high school coaches, right?
2: The reason why, yeah. So that's important. But the reason why he's doing so well is because of that recruiting knowledge that he had. Like, when you've coached in Texas high school, you know coaches, you know players, and you're recruiting to a place in Texas, it's going to help you. So –
1: I don't disagree with you, but I think in his case, I would also argue that he's not even yet playing with his players. True. And he's got them motivated, True. and they're doing well. I mean, so this whole narrative narr- – now narrative is <laughs> stuck in my head, Scoot – but this whole theme of, like, a guy can't come in and have a big effect and get things on the right track. Uh, Guido, you're a, you're a North Central – well, and Scoot Drive's all over – god's green acre in west so virginia and back to and, and i'm an eastern it, panhandle there. i'm an eastern panhandle guy but you know on i-68 where it says noah's ark being <laughs> yeah. rebuilt here so so jake had a tweet yesterday that cracked me up it's a picture of that noah's ark being rebuilt here you know the the steel studs of the ark that have been there for what right. 30 years now or something and it says the climb <laughs> like <laughs> this is this is what people want to do they just want to wait, wait 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 like it's coming It's The climb's coming. Here's the climb. It's coming. That cracked me up because, Scoot, I think that's what people – this is to me where it now gets ugly. Like, look, coaching hires like this happen all the time throughout college football where you grabbed a guy, you felt great about him at the time, you put him in a spot. Didn't work out. And it didn't work out. Okay. There's no shame. If you're shame lines, there's, there's, there's no shame in that. Right. I mean, at the time we Scott all Frost Ira, was a slam dunk and and everyone thought that was a slam he dunk. Going. Back I, think, to- I think a lot of us thought Neil Brown could be a slam dunk and we were excited about it. I think the ugly part now that's hard to forgive is if you just let this fester and become a terrible, like it's already getting ugly. I think Guido, to your point, I, I guess I'm being pessimistic. Scoot always says I'm the optimistic pessimist, but I'm being pessimistic that I think he will be back next year if he gets another win or especially two. I think I'd rather see your description happen because I think then it does become the fault and – ugly situation on the AD's shoulders if you just let it fester and it gets worse and it damages the program further and people bolt and, you know, fans stop showing up. Like, now that, to me, that is where, like, you can't let that happen. I just,
0: I would be, I'm at a point now, I mean, it would take a lot, I think, for Neil Brown to save his job at this point. I mean, I hope that, because, like, even if you count Baylor as a win, you're still giving up 600 yards in that game. Right. Like you're not bettering the team. You're, you're out shooting the team. I'll give you that, but you're not, you're not progressing. Well, and now we can't even do that. I mean, so yeah, right. It's okay though. Scoot. Remember, didn't
1: Jordan Leslie say yards surrendered and points right. don't that bother him. Right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter.
2: I, I, you don't see something else that you don't see here lately is uh, his wife on the Twitter. Where she was on the Twitter, uh, hot and heavy there.
1: Yeah, after I remember win. that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Right. I think that was after Virginia
0: Tech,
2: maybe. Yeah, it has been know. pretty quiet.
0: So, WVU now hosts TCU on Saturday. That's a noon kickoff on ESPN. Right now, guys, TCU in most places is favored by seven and a half, eight points in a couple other places. The over-under set at 70 for the game they just wow i feel like every week wvu's over under number just goes up and up and up um, but you know scoot we were talking about that I'm, I'm glad guido
1: framed it that way because can't we agree that i mean we we talked about it a little bit with the air raid stuff but this offense doesn't do what we expected this offense to do and those over under like so when i see an over under of 70 I get this sinking feeling because TCU becomes like almost 50 of that. Right.
2: Like, well, that's what, yeah. You say 70, I'm thinking they're going to score 60 right, What points.
1: Right. <laughs> Right, that's the bad feeling you get because we're not seeing the production out of this offense like we thought. I mean, even you know, even Baylor, you know, we got a lot of non-offensive scores. We talk about Virginia Tech, we put 33 up. You know, uh, Jacoby Spells had a pick six. I mean, I think if you went back and dissected some of these games, we're we're not seeing we're not seeing that offensive output. And TCU Guido right now is mm-hmm. this buzzsaw. So the funny the funny thing preseason. If you go back and look at our preseason picks, all three of us, do you guys remember this? All three of us picked this as a win. <laughs> uh, because t- because at the time, in fairness, in fairness to August us for a second, look, uh, they're turning over a what twenty-two right. season coach. Uh they were gonna start. So the court remind me, Scoot, is it Duggan, the quarterback that's yes, in right now for Max TCU? Duggan. He did not come out I don't think he came out of the spring as the starter. They were going to start a new quarterback. We had a lot of reason to think like there's enough weirdness here and change that we we all three pick this as a win. TCU is rolling in at what six and zero right now. I mean they they can do no wrong. This win over this latest win they had over Oklahoma State I think is their most impressive yet.
0: I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest with you guys. Uh, August me was really drunk. Don't like him right now. <laughs> not a friend of mine uh even last week me was not doing so great either TCU right now comes into this game uh tied for first in the Big 12 with average points per game at 44 and a half or 44.7 points per game wow. and you know it's it's just they're they're averaging uh they're they're leading this is where it's going to get scary boys they're leading the Big 12 in yards per game average yards per game at 522 yards per game Uh, oh my oh my so like
1: again like (laughs) well and how bad of timing guido is that so if you're neil brown in neil brown's defense this is like the last thing you need right now, isn't it? Is yeah, another. No coming no
0: <laughs> right. I mean, like, I was. I was. You could
1: house you with another 600 yard, some odd, you know, 50
0: point game or something. This is like the worst timing right it, now. It really New is. Brown. I mean, and, and, you know, you, you then turn around and face an Oklahoma team, which, granted, has its problems right now, but they're averaging 500 yards a game right now. They're. Well, and they got their quarterback
1: back. They beat Kansas. Yeah. I mean, so, they're. Still Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, so it's not, just come the, on.
0: The, listen, guys, the forecast is not great for these last five games. I mean, and like you're right, Iowa State's rough right now. Iowa State, they're only averaging like three hundred and seventy yards a game. They're not they're not looking great, but everybody else is, and it's gonna be a rough go at it. Yeah,
1: I mean, to your to your point though, Guido, before we leave that, I mean, so the remaining games, TCU, Iowa State, Oklahoma, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, TCU Kansas state and Oklahoma state playing very good football right now. Oklahoma is still Oklahoma. I know they're not your granddad's Oklahoma. I mean you and so Guido, you and scoot picked you each picked a four game losing streak to end the season. I think that's Mm -hmm. a very real possibility. So scoot, you went four and eight for the season. Do you think that, additional win is coming in here somewhere before we finish things out?
2: Uh, no, if we win, <laughs> I guess if we win, maybe Iowa state now, right. I'm, like I'm holding revamp. out hope. But right. that would be the fourth win and the only well, other win. And
0: look, that's an away game. Guido, we that's have true. this.
2: That's true. We, we Iowa State, because
0: it, you know it's going to be like negative 30 degrees and the wind's going to be blowing at like 700 right. miles an hour. Right. Right. It's going to be ridiculous. Yes. It's
1: ridiculous. These, these away trips are
0: terrible. You know, those, those rivalry right. games. Those, yeah, right. Geographic it is, it is rivalry, a rivalry game, game. against the Iowa State. So listen, boys, uh, TCU coming up this Saturday noon on ESPN. Let's pick it. Uh, I I know we all picked it as wins. I know we're all going to pick it as a loss right now. I mean, I'll be surprised if anybody does Um WVU, uh, I'll go first. WVU continues to struggle. I don't. I think, and I hate to say this, and I hope it's not true. I I don't think that the coaching staff, Neil Brown, Shane Lyons. I mean, I I think. I don't even think Gordon Gee could put pads on and get this team pumped up for this game on Saturday. WVU is going to give up another nearly 600 yards. They're going to lose again. It's going to be another, I'm going to say, 48-24 to loss to TCU, and it's not going to be fun, folks. And there's going to be – I will say this. I'm going to go – one thing I'm going to say, I think that attendance number may tick up a little bit this week. I'm going to say it's going to be like 48K, 48,000 people. It's Saturday. There's not a lot to do in West Virginia on a Saturday unless you're going to go watch a WVU game in Morgantown. So maybe people show up, have a party, maybe walk in and watch the first quarter and then leave. Johnson, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, this over-under seems scary for this game. Um, I think you're right. I think we're going to see 600 yards on this on this defense. Um. I can easily see TCU's quarterback just going off in this game. I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna match your 48. I'm gonna say TCU 48, uh, WVU 27.
0: Wow. All right, John. All right, Scooty. So you get to go last. Um, you, you nobody's picked. Nobody's picked it. Listen, this season so far, nobody of the three of us, and, and then Jake, our friend Jake, who joins the show, nobody has picked somebody to score more than 50 points on us yet. Are you going you gonna to pick something in the 50s, Scooty?
2: I am. Let me be the first. <laughs> uh, this game is going to be a real uh, trip to the woodshed for W. Where WDU. is the woodshed, okay. by the way?
1: Where is the woodshed, it's out, it's out back. It's out back. It's out back. <laughs> um, okay.
2: You're looking at a 55 to 13 Woof. loss. Woof.
1: So that's the type of score so now wait a second because when you go when you go that magnitude scoot is like to me that's a you might get tarmacked after a score like well
2: that. uh at it's home. not gonna
1: be good you're it's at not, home
2: and you get embarrassed you, might, to the you might get uh hermed
0: you might get hermed or right they, there where they
2: meet you at the at right. the entry to the weight room <laughs> right.
0: I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. I mean, I just I think I think WVU, I think the institution will hold on to him till the end of the season. I just fifty five thirteen. We'll see what happens. That's rough.
2: Especially if we do this uh Neil Brown game plan.
0: Which is what I think you're gonna see. That's the problem. Is I the we already know the defense stinks, right? And TCU gets a lot of yards. We know these things. These are these are facts. Now If the same offense that showed up on Saturday against Texas Tech shows up against TCU this coming Saturday, it's bad news bears, boys.
2: Listen, fellas, you've heard of Window World? Yes. Have you ever been to Screen City? (laughs) Because you're about to go there. We're about to go to Screen (laughs) City. Hashtag
0: Screen City. (laughs) Oh man, I feel like it'll be the week that'll be that'll be on our Twitter all week. Hashtag screen sweaty. Well, Scoot, it did feel bad though to watch
1: all the footage of Graham Harrell backslapping with all of his old buddies at Texas oh, Tech, yeah. and then come lot. out and proceed to throw well, fifty two screen passes. the funny passes. thing in,
2: in Twitter was people acting like Graham Harrell had gift wrapped a win for his old alma mater, <laughs> <laughs> and, and
1: conspiracies, like, uh, yeah, yeah, as
2: if he was like trying to like give them inside. Secrets as to what we do. It was almost like complete opposite. Like, listen, this is what we like to do. I'm going to let the head coach actually call the plays for this game, and then you'll <laughs> see what happens. And that's what happened. Well, defensively,
1: Guido, I they finished six of seven on fourth downs. That was the most they had six in the first thing. half. Yeah, that was the most demeaning thing we've watched in in a long it's time. It's bad. Just fourth down. Who it's, cares? It's Go bad. for it. It was. Ugh, the whole thing just felt terrible. So, guys,
0: and you know what's and you know what's bad of, of all of that earlier in the week, a tweet came out um, that. Finalize the WVU Alabama series that's coming up, right? So that's WVU right. and Alabama right. are going to play each other. The first one will be in Morgantown, September fifth, twenty twenty sixth, and then the next year WVU will travel and play at Alabama on like September fourth. Listen, if
2: things keep going the way they to go, we have to hard. play that at Pony Lewis yes, Field. It will be. We're going to have to go to Pony <laughs> Lewis and play where Morgantown High is it- <laughs> to make it look like it it's full. Will,
0: it, it is very hard. Like this is a game we should all. I'll be very excited for we're going to play it and any other time you would and now right? after Either any other after time this how can you be excited for that it, it would like can you imagine if we played alabama right now and Alabama's probably not even the best team in the country right now if we played alabama right now what it would look like like that might be the first time there's ever like the over under would be 125 like it really would be uh i don't know guys it's just,
2: also if things go the way they continue going uh, I would like for the away game when we're at Alabama to be in a non-disclosed location where no cameras <laughs> yes. or uh, media is allowed to see or or spectators for that matter. Like
1: one of these uh, <laughs> super deep, secret scrimmage type like things. basketball scrimmages
0: yeah. that we were reading about. Yeah, rough, rough. Go at it, guys. Speaking of basketball, a couple things people should know. One, WVU plays this week. On TV, WVU plays Friday night against Bowling Green. That game is an exhibition game; doesn't mean anything. It's a fundraiser game for the Norma May Huggins uh, Cancer Research Foundation. Um, but it's on, it's on ESPN. It's you can watch it on ESPN Plus. It is at the Coliseum. Tickets still available. Seven o'clock Friday, and uh, you could, but we can watch it on the Plus. You, you got to pay your nickels, but you can watch. You can actually watch this team right. play. And, and yes. I mean, I'm anxious. I'm very excited to watch this team play. It sounds like some of the people who were not in the team scrimmage game are going to be back on the court. We're going to be able to see some action. Might not be full, but see something, guys. Bowling Green's
2: mascot is... Isn't it a falcon?
0: Aren't they the falcons? It's like a falcon, yeah.
2: Is it a falcon or is it a or brown
1: a hawk? A hawk? It's like a... Falcony Hawk. I'm pretty
2: sure it's the Falcon.
1: It's orange and brown.
2: Yes, it's the. What do the you brown. want from
1: me, Scoot? I'm exhausting all of my bowling uh, green. The State brown. University knowledge, it's right the now. Falcons. It's
2: the Bowling
0: Green Falcons
2: of Ohio or Kentucky. Oh my God! Ohio,
0: Ohio, I it's think. Bowling right? Green, Ohio. Yes, it's Ohio. Yes, yes. they are a Division One school. Like, come on, Scoot. I get
2: it, but I'm not sure that if there's there's two Bowling Greens.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I believe you. I truly do. There's. T- <laughs> I truly believe you. Thank you God ha- it's not an you, away game.
1: You hammer this home every time we talk <laughs> about bowling. <Green. laughs>
0: there is a bowling there is bowling green, Kentucky. I mean there is I know yes. my right. I know my
2: geography. <laughs> I'm just glad it's not an away game because a lot of folk would be going to the wrong
0: state. Here here's the uh here's the funny part, Scoot. You you yes. you uh know so much about bowling green, Kentucky. What college, what university is in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Uh, I'm going to guess Bowling Green. No, probably one of the most famous universities ever from college game day, ESPN college game day. Western Kentucky is in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Well, that's very confusing. Now, right? Isn't it? But that is Bowling Green confusing. is in Bowling Green, Ohio.
2: That's, uh, uh, that's, no, like-
1: that's great. Thank you, Guido. Scoot, I, think, I feel like you just completed your Bowling Green Rubik's Cube with all that knowledge that you just got right there that's
0: what you needed
2: it feels like jumbo shrimp <laughs> because, like
0: an oxymoron yeah, yes right. let me ask you this scooty since you know so much what is western kentucky's oh they're the hilltoppers okay you good you got that one all right. yeah but it's that and
1: it's, weird a, it's red like a guy big, there, it's there, a big right? looking grimace he's like thing a, yeah he's like, <laughs> Looks if like grimace, grimace had a, a brother and a towel Right. If Grim if Grimace's brother, brother was red a, and had a towel, it, it was would be that it. He right. kind
2: of looked like those two Muppets um uh, from Sesame Street that yep, 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 nope, it, nope, nope.
0: Right, <laughs> yes. those guys. Yep. That's right. So we went from WVU playing Friday against Bowling Green University, uh, in the Coliseum on ESPN plus at seven PM on Friday to Bowling Green, Kentucky, which is the home of Western Kentucky University, home of the Hilltoppers with their Muppet-looking mascot.
2: And well, how about this? Let's put this in perspective. Jared Daigie came to us from where? Troy. No, came to us from where? Bowling Green. Oh, yes. Sorry. And then
1: and he, he went transferred to, to where? <laughs> Sorry, Western I'm Kentucky dying. University. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, see, I can tie it all together. Sorry, I you went back to the future Just there.
0: Pretty it up. Put it in a nice little yeah, basket. Look, it's like, Here's uh, a little it's present like for the everybody. Kevin
2: Bacon game. Scoot. It's like a boomerang. <laughs> we, taught, we treated that cat like a boomerang.
0: <laughs> you left one Bowling Green to go back to another. That's uh, going to be very confusing boys.
2: for him and his family.
0: <laughs> also by the way speaking of basketball a little bit one congratulations goes out former wvu standout head coach at fairmont state university in the mountain east and now head coach of the boston celtics joe Missoula three and oh in the nba boys yeah
1: pretty awesome uh it was noted that he's the first wvu alum to win an nba game as coach since rod thorne in 1982 it's pretty pretty awesome he got a celtics uh, over the sixers win on opening night and he hasn't looked back
0: yeah, it's been fun to watch, uh, so if you get a chance, check out the Celtics. Check out Joe Mazzulla uh, winning some games up there in Boston. Well, boys, we should probably wrap it up for the week. Uh, WVU continues to be WVU. They play TCU on Saturday. That game is on ESPN. It's a noon kickoff at Milan Pushkar Stadium, and uh, not we're not feeling great about it. I'm. I mean. I'm just. It's. It's tough to be where we're at, friends. Like we're here for you. Scooty's gonna keep telling you he told you so. Johnson and I will try to make you feel like it. There is light at the end of the tunnel somewhere. We're hoping for the best, Guido, but expecting not the best. That's yeah. What we're <laughs> Absolutely But uh, listen Don't forget Check us out online You can find us on Instagram and Twitter At Got Your Ears You can also find us Online on our website com. Johnson Everything you need to know About us is there
1: Yeah everything you need to know Is there We'll post uh, the show notes for this show as soon as it's up we'll also have the tune in link right on the site so you can uh, click that link and listen right on the site you can also click through to the merch store if you want to buy some GYU merch so
0: it's all right there check it all out yeah check it out got your ears and don't forget tell your friends to listen like and subscribe I mean especially if they want to hear us complain about head coaches maybe next week we'll talk about who we think we might hire who knows All right, guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another show you've been listening to Got Your Ears On.